0: This is E-Factor Radio, created by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. And now here's your host, David Wolfe.
1: Hi, I'm David Wolf. Welcome to E-Factor Radio. On this edition, we'll explore a business model that few of us are even aware exists. Lee Duggs and Isaiah Standback are executives with the Candlegate Group. The company provides holistic lifestyle and a range of related services for celebrities, famous athletes, and other high net worth individuals. It's a fascinating business model. Let's find out how it works. Joining us on the line right now are Lee Duggs and Isaiah Standback, Gentlemen, welcome to the program.
2: Well, thank you for having us.
1: Some surprising statistics here. Most athletes and artists go broke shortly after leaving their profession. For example, 78% of all NFL players are broke within two years of leaving the NFL, and 60% of all NBA players are completely broke within five years of leaving the NBA. You've created a business that helps celebrities and athletes, high net worth individuals like these folks, manage a variety of areas in their lives. What do most of us just not understand about what it means to be a celebrity or someone with an obscene amount of money?
2: Well, this is Lee, and I think to start that, uh, and I like Isaiah to also to comment on this as well. But I think the uh, one of the major differences is that, uh, with respect to athletes, and entertainers, the uh, the age by which they get exposure to uh, a lot of money uh, is a lot earlier in life uh, than the traditional uh, corporate executive, and with that, you know, comes you know a lack of previous experience, a lack of networking and how to ask the right questions, the vetting process of, of resources, and the amount of time that they have to work on their personal life is very minimal, right? So they've got the demands of the uh, sports program or the entertainment program that absorbs uh, the vast majority of their day, right? So right. we're asking them to do a lot uh, with very limited you know, previous experience and sometimes, unfortunately, with people that prey upon uh, their lack of experience.
1: I want to believe when you talk about this kind of individual or this kind of uh, family celebrity athlete, it's such an an obsessive kind of place to be, a pro tennis player that's working out, practicing all the time. It's a very obsessive kind of mindset, this winning mindset in sports or even in entertainment, isn't it?
3: I guess when you are coming up in life, I mean, I know for myself personally, um, some of the guys I grew up with, You know, we grew up in in tough neighborhoods, and uh, there there were a lot of great athletes growing up together. So we had a lot of competition growing up, and you always have in your mind what you want to be, um, like most you know most kids do growing up. And it just so happened that uh, a lot of us um, uh, achieve those dreams and are currently living those dreams. And I guess when you build this this um, you know this this dream up for so long, and then when you're actually put in a position to live it. it's a mess. As long as you thought about it, as many years as you, you've um, planned on it, you, you're still not prepared um, for what you're going to experience. And um, I guess, I mean, I think based off your, your your statistics there about people going broke, I guess the main thing that I've seen is that you know, with the people that I've grown up with in the neighborhoods we come from, we're just not we're not pre exposed to those to those kind of um, those kind of resources that that are help that will help you once you get to this level. Um, I'm uh, just saying like professional athlete, you know like Lee, like Lee said, ain't touched on you guys get a lot of money, a lump sum of money given to them at one point in time when they're you know they go from being in college and having meal cards and you know your bank your bank account saying you got negative ten dollars in there at all times and then all of a sudden you wake up and you you know you have thousands of dollars or in some guys in the case millions. I'm just like, well, what do I do with this um yeah and and, and we just don't, we, you know, as athletes, I'm not speaking for myself, and most athletes, you just don't have those resources and that knowledge to, um, to handle that in the correct way, and you need help.
1: It's like you cross a line into a whole different uh, strata of society, and you're just not equipped. Isaiah, you've joined this company. What's the connection for you? Did, did you experience some of the stuff that you're helping people now with in their own lives? Or, or tell us the story of how you became involved with Lee in this business.
3: Well, me and my, uh, myself and Lee, we, we met on a um, previous, um I guess you could say business convention where we both ended up in the same spot and ended up meeting and talking, and then we um, exchanged information and talked more in depth about some of the things he was doing and some of the things I was passionate about. Um, you know, I'm currently an athlete and going on my fourth year in, in the National Football League, but I've never been the person that just wants to place everything on just making it in sports. Yeah, um, I, I had a pretty dramatic um pretty traumatic uh, injury my senior year of my college career and luckily I was able to, to come back from it and still make it in the NFL but that could have easily been in for me. Um so I, I you know, up until that point, you know, everybody thinks that they're that they're Superman in whatever sports that they may be in. But at that point I realized that this could really be over and in a play. You know, you hear it every day but you really don't process it. Um, so that day I really realized that hey, I need to really start not only just realize that I want to do other things besides sports, but really start trying to make it, put it in place, and um, and when i um, myself, and um, Lee ran into each other. We met each other. We were kind of on the same page. Uh, he was already in the process of um, doing this with his company, and um, I, I guess you could say there was a great connection for me to, to um, you know, to meet, and we're pretty much on the same page with that. I mean, they, he he set up a perfect business where. You know, he's helped, He can help guys transition, and um, he can help guys with the resources that he has, and the communication uh, skills that he has to set you up for for post career moves. You know, outside of sports, he help you during sports or endorsements, whatever it may be. But post career, um, you know, you're gonna live a lot longer than you are gonna be playing um, in, your, in your profession. So um, you have to be prepared for that.
1: Yeah, when you think about the, the career length of any athlete, it, it's really a very small part of an entire lifetime, and you've pointed it that well, and it's interesting that the single injury was the aha moment for you. Lee Duggs, you're building the business, and really, as I understand it, you came at it from a bit of a different angle. Tell us uh, where the aha moment for you was in terms of understanding there was a market here that you could tap and serve. Well,
2: that's a great question. And I think the, the aha moment, you know, for the Candlegate Group and this this concept of the company uh, came from my experience in working with athletes and celebrities uh, with real estate investment services uh, three and four years ago. And what we found is that we offered, you know, services where we coordinated the loan, coordinated insurance, coordinated the property management, coordinated the, uh, the tenant being, um, you know, leasing out the property all before the close of escrow. And because we were offering, you know, highly custom-fit services that met their needs, they started to ask us to go beyond, you know, real estate investment, right? And I looked at, you know, the question being, you know, what are the issues? You know, what's the difference between new millionaires versus old millionaires, right? My, in my previous experience, had been working with old millionaires, right? People that came from affluence, you know, from hundreds of years, and the money's been passed on. And what I learned from that was, uh, they have parents that basically say, do these things with these people, these particular people, and you, too, get to enjoy the benefit of great-great-grandfather's uh, hard work, you know, hundreds of years ago. Yeah. And um, when you contrast that or compare that with uh, new millionaires being, being best popularized through athletes and uh, recording artists and actors, uh, they don't have that benefit. And secondly, they're being thrust onto this amount of wealth earlier on and they're bombarded with a variety of differences. As Isaiah pointed out, you know, uh, when you're using a you know, college mill card plan and have a few dollars in the bank account and when you're given a whole large lump sum and then between, you know, the cost of your agent for having procured you uh, that contract plus uh, the amount of taxes that you have to pay, uh, a lot of wealth preservation goes out the, the window pretty quickly and then you have other obligations. And so what we wanted to do was, you know, uh, solve this particular problem statement, which was how and why do athletes and artists uh, go broke? Right? Because we were looking at articles uh, on Yahoo or Google News every other week that would indicate someone going broke after having a record career earning a hundred million dollars. It, it yeah. just didn't make sense. And then right. when we sort of peeled back uh, the layers, kind of thing, it obviously made sense because we we weren't equi- there was no one out there really equipping them to do. Ah, uh, the right thing to set them up with the right people that could bring the synergy of all the appropriate players. I'm talking bookkeepers, lawyers, accountants, uh, financial advisors, uh, you know interior designers, you know, builders, kind of thing, and to make sure that we understood and were working and had a fiduciary responsibility on behalf of the athlete member or the entertainment uh, member of our company, right? And what we wanted to do was take the years of business experience from people with, you know, Fortune 100, uh, startup experience, and apply that uh, knowledge to the benefit of the athlete, you know, member or the uh, actor member at the end of the day. Now, with that, you know, we said, you know, as Isaiah pointed out correctly, that they're going to have a career length of some sort in the entertainment industry or in the professional athlete industry and what do they do next, right? And so we said, you know, if, uh, if you ask an athlete what their health history is and what the average, you know, lifespan of a family member, we typically say add 10 because you're going to live better and healthier and happier than uh, your predecessors, right? And so we then have to work backwards, you know, after we define what lifestyle they want to live is how much money you have to have earned in order to live that lifestyle through 80 years of age or 90 mm-hmm. years of age. Sure, sure. And it's, then it becomes important for us then to um, map out, a successful blueprint that allow them to transition. So it's all about getting set and staying set. So how do we make them an effective entrepreneur, right? And capitalize on the things that they get as part of being in pro sports or in the entertainment industry. That is, they already get the FaceTime, the the television time. So we do a lot of work about polishing the brand or creating their brand, uh, getting them additional spokespersons opportunity, and then coupling that with private equity businesses uh, that they can go into and be an entrepreneur in, and that we help them manage initially until they're able to spend more time uh, on it. So, in our mind's eye, that when they're you know in season, right, they belong to their sports franchise and their their agent. And when they're in the off season, you know what I mean. We give them time to go on vacation, but we have them a very active plan to get them engaged in doing other things, getting other business experience, so that they can be at the end of the day, a very successful entrepreneur and have the resources, the wherewithal, the confidence, uh, and the education experience to run businesses at the end of the day. So we want them to be networked with other corporate executives, right, that are going to help mentor uh, them in the particular field that they're interested in, right? Uh, we want to make sure that we're overseeing the, the process so that at the end of the day, the right things are happening on behalf of the athlete. And we need to apply a light hand when we see things, you know, not going uh, the right way if if the athlete or the entertainer is not living up to their part, right? And, you know, help them understand what the consequences are if they don't, you know, follow the plan. You know, whether we need to make an adjustment on the lifestyle or have to increase our efforts the following year.
1: Lee, when you talk about delivering this sort of broad range of services to create this holistic picture that you are orchestrating from your chair as CEO, how do partners play a part? Let's take a tour of the company. Do you have uh, virtual professionals that are working with you, or how do you orchestrate all this to serve uh, an individual client?
2: Well, that's a great question. In, in terms of that, partnerships are our lifeline, right? And what we really bring to the table is the strategic consulting, the networking, the vetting, right, and the program management. Our partners are our execution arm at the end of the day. We sort of took a Thomas Friedman approach to the world is flat. There's going to be, as an example, a, a great interior designer who does modern work, yeah. whereas there's another interior designer that does colonial work, right? And if I put all those you know, designers on payroll to do uh, interior design work for athletes and artists and high-net-worth individuals, well, some of them could be, quote, unquote, sitting on the bench waiting for work. Right? So we've got the added expense of paying all of their different, uh, you know, cost of labor and uh, payroll expenses. Sure. So what we decided to do was, was go find the best of the best, not only find the best of the best, find ones that, you know, know how to mentor, that take a educative approach, uh, and that ones that we can look at and say they're not overcharging so we understand the industry norms, right? And then we work on top of that to get them uh, – being the athlete or the entertainer, uh, the best possible pricing uh, from that. So that there's an active bidding process. And then we, the ones that you know, are screened successfully, have qualified, have been fully vetted, are then introduced into our network and are able to work directly with Isaiah or other clients, um, our members, at the end of the day, and uh, they get the added benefit of doing the job right the first time around, right? And then we oversee to make sure that the entire execution... Uh, was as advertised. At the end of the day,
1: what's the marketing mechanism for this? I'm imagining that because of your backgrounds, it's quite a bit of networking. It's a it's a word of mouth scenario. Do I have it right?
2: No, absolutely, and that's key. You know, and uh, in working with Isaiah as an example, that um, you know that one of the great things from coming from a powerful school as Isaiah Stanback came from the University of Washington. Yes, uh, is that he has connections to other players uh, that have gone into the NFL and the NBA. Right, and that's been a wonderful source of new referrals of possible members. Right, uh, the other sources, uh, you know, come from coaches or uh, franchise um, owners, kind of thing, working with their organization. So we sponsored uh, the New Jersey Nets, the uh, Dallas Mavericks, and the Utah Jazz, and that's also been a source of introduction. And then the last area, um, last two areas, so to speak, have been are some of our partners who already. Uh, we're working with um, athletes and entertainers have been a source of referrals you know, for this type of career transitioning assistance or other areas that they don't cover. Um, but we found that you know, with respect to wealth management, that's been a huge area because um, at the end of the day, the one's really have taken a very collaborative approach about getting financially set and staying financially set, yeah. meaning most people will work with a financial advisor, most people will have a person to do their taxes. Uh, but pulling your taxes, insurance, and your financial advisors together in a room saying, I need to get this amount of money at this tax rate uh, for this player to live his lifestyle through his years of life and be able to have a legacy to pass on to the next generation.
1: Yeah, you right? need to have the members of the team talking to each other.
2: Exactly. Independently, they say, I'm not, I don't have an obligation to do that, right? If the obligation then becomes, if we don't pull together, right, there's going to be one phone call that will go to an Isaiah Pack as an example and say, Isaiah, these guys aren't going you know, to, you know, work together. This is a very simple thing that I've asked them to do, right? We need to look at, you know, getting a better team.
1: And as the, the generator of the lead for those professionals, I would expect that you have some leverage in that situation, and you're able to to sort of line the players of the team up, if you will, into uh, you know coordinating and, and, and solving that problem.
2: No, absolutely. Um, th- that's a great point, you know. And uh, through this effort, you know, with having a very uh, holistic view. Uh, in supporting the athlete, the artist. At the end of the day, um, we've also been able to uncover some great partners. We're actually now working with a um, financial uh, group called Mater Shannon Wealth Management, and George Shannon is the number ten uh, money manager in the United States. Right. Oh, Wow. And we're able, even as a you know company that's been around you know uh, for eighteen months are now able to work, quote-unquote, in the big league and bring the right types of resources mm-hmm. you know, to the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Lee Duggs, Isaiah Stanbeck, great to have you on the program. We've been visiting with Lee Duggs and Isaiah Stanbeck. They're the executives from the Candlegate Group. The company provides holistic lifestyle and related services for celebrities, famous athletes, and other high-net-worth individuals. I was going to ask you, by the way, are, are there many other players in this space or, or do you guys pretty much do it in a way that nobody else is doing it? My
2: understanding and research, there are, you know, entities that, of course, will, you know, do point services, but no one else is out there today doing a holistic, you know, set of services uh, on behalf of uh, athletes and artists. Uh, yeah,
1: and bundling the, them together the way you do. It's a fascinating model. Uh, best of luck uh, continuing as you grow. The website, www.candlegategroup.com, just like it sounds, candlegategroup.com. Lee and Isaiah, thanks so much for joining us on the program. Thank you. you.
0: Thanks for listening to E Factor Radio. Get more podcasts with your premium membership at efactor.com.